The contrast between born again and the lost is as far apart as light is from darkness. The joy, satisfaction, and purpose of the born again versus discontent, unfulfillment, and the lack of a purpose of the lost is as far apart as light is from darkness. Prior to the day God had mercy on my dirty and damned soul, I deeply remember the emptiness of a carnally satisfying life. I looked good and poised for success on the outside, but inside I was an empty, worthless drum, and I knew it. But everything changed at the place Jesus called born again. Listen to what the King of Glory says to Nicodemus in John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Have you yet to be born again like Jesus says? In just a few moments, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt. If you follow this prompt, everything will change for you, and I mean literally everything. Today, all your sins will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood, all of them. Today, all your shame will be replaced by God's grace. Today, you will be born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God. I have not exaggerated one point. If anything, I have understated the promise dramatically. You can't know it until you do it. Here is the prompt I promised. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Ephesians five eighteen and 19, And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. God said, Isaiah fifty five twelve, For ye shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. God said, Psalms 96, verse 1, O sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Man said, I have no need of God or his Bible. I don't even know if there is a God. I'll take my chances. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1098, that will for the 1098th time certify the perfect and supernatural inerrancy of the beautiful book, God's Majority Text, Holy Bible. Every one of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification. Imagine, you can download over 1,000 features to your digital device and at no charge. Listen to one every day. Your faith will grow, and your soul-winning skills will abound. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, God said, man said, grows by one. Thank you for visiting. May God's marvelous face shine upon you and your house with light and truth. Interfacing with the spiritual world is not optional. We have been made to interface with the spirit realm, and it is mandatory that we do. We choose with which spirit we will interface. There are only two spirits from which to choose. There is God's spirit, with which we interact through faith and obedience in his word. And then there is Satan's spirit, the carnal spirit of the world, with which one interacts through unbelief and disobedience in God's word. We choose 
and there are only two camps from which to pick, and they are 180 degrees out. As you read on, keep in mind the 180 principle. Remember, redundancy is critical to learning and establishing truth. A circle has 360 degrees, and at the 180-degree mark, you are at exact opposite positions, all the same kind of measure, but opposite. Examples, God is love, Satan is hate. God is peace, Satan is turmoil. God is truth, Satan is the lie. God is light, Satan is darkness. God is life, Satan is death. Each the same kind of measure, but opposite. Satan does not fear armies, bombs, natural cunning, or muscle. He is a spirit and not subject to most of the physical restraints of a human. But there is one thing that terrifies the hell out of the devils, and that is faith in Christ Jesus that worketh by love. Spirits, good and bad, are certainly not benign entities, and they have lips, hands, teeth, and feet. They wield great power and they understand the 180 principle, and they view things from a very different perspective. The ultimate example of the 180 principle is Christ hanging on his cross on Golgotha's hill. The day Jesus died, the world saw a young, unmarried, unaccomplished Jewish man hanging between two thieves on Passover day. He had been beaten, mocked, and spat upon, and a crown of thorns had been pressed upon his brow. Spikes had been driven into his hands and his feet, pinning him to the cross. Above his head, a sign was posted that mockingly read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. The people gathered, jeered, and railed upon him. If thou be the King of the Jews, save thyself. The priests, the soldiers, and the crowd sneered upon this spectacle at Calvary. When the end had come at 3 p.m., the hour of prayer, Jesus said, It is finished, and gave up the ghost. The world saw an ill-advised, disgraced, naked, and dead pauper, without a penny to his name, without even a burial plot. That is what the world saw. But a more glaring and glorious example of the 180 principle cannot be found. Satan the little G of this uh, G-O-D of this earth saw something entirely different. When the devil heard the words, it is finished, he knew they marked his ruin and the spoiling of his kingdom. All of his arguments as laid out in the book of Job were broken without hope of appeal. All authority over the sons of Adam was wrenched from his hands by this naked pauper. Now all that call upon this Christ are set free from Satan's dungeons, even free from the fear of death itself. Satan saw the champion of Golgotha, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, and yes, King of the Jews, and the King of all the people who will call upon his name. Satan does not fear armies and bombs, but he and his devils are terrified and dominated by faith that worketh by love. There was no greater demonstration of this love than Christ's blood shed for the remission of sin. Things that appear so helpless and benign to the natural eye rule the realm of the spirit, and all devils know it. It's the 180. God's gospel music is an excellent example of the 180, and it is a central hub of nearly every church service. 
It may appear harmless and benign to the uninitiated, but it is one of the saints' most powerful and devastating weapons against Lucifer and his minions. When Israel's king Saul was troubled by an evil spirit, young David would play the songs of Zion upon his harp, and the evil spirit would flee away, Isaiah 16:23. The evil spirit could no more reside in a house where God's praises are being sung than darkness can reside in a house filled with light. There is a certain formulative reason for this phenomenon, and it is found in Psalms 22, verse 3. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. God inhabits, lives inside the praises of his people, and God, according to 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, is light. Darkness has no option but to flee. Songs of praise sung in faith that worketh by love puts the devils to flight. It was not the results of armies and bombs. To the devil, songs of praise are Holy Ghost cluster bombs. Devils are terrified by faith that worketh by love, and it is definitely found in God's gospel music. The subject of music, song, and praise is addressed over 600 times in your Bible. With all this biblical endorsement, we should find all of life filled with it, and we certainly do. All of mankind, even all of creation, was made for music. Music is a spiritual medium for good and for bad, and again we choose. We have been designed by our Creator to interact intimately with music. A faithful brother in the Lord, Brother Randy Estelle, who recently went home to be with the Lord, was a well-traveled and sought-after concert pianist in the ranks of the faith. Randy was a composer, music director, evangelist, and pastor, author, and entrepreneur. He and his fine wife, Lisa, served together in the faith for nearly 50 years. Brother Randy understood we were designed for music and explained to our small country congregation that life started with a beat, as in heartbeat, Bump, 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 bump. All creation has been made for music, and today's neuroscience is beginning to get a grip on what every attentive Sunday school student has known for thousands of years. Welcome aboard, science. All creation has been made for music. The headline from the February 22, 2022 issue of Science Daily News reads, Singing in the Brain, with the subhead, Neuroscientists have identified a population of neurons in the human brain that respond to singing, but not other types of music. Consider these paragraphs. These neurons found in the auditory cortex appear to respond to the specific combination of voice and music, but not to either regular speech or instrumental music. Exactly what they are doing is unknown and will require more work to uncover, the researchers say. The work provides evidence for relatively fine-grained segregation of function within the auditory cortex in a way that aligns with an intuitive distinction within music, says Sam Norman Hegner, a former MIT postdoc who is now an assistant professor of neuroscience at the University of Rochester Medical Center. God made all of creation for music. Several excerpts follow from the feature, How Playing an Instrument Benefits Your Brain, published by TED.com. In the last few decades, neuroscientists have made enormous breakthroughs in understanding how our brains work 
by monitoring them in real time with instruments like fMRI and and PET scanners. Uh, when people are hooked up to these machines, tasks are performed, such as reading or doing math problems, and each have corresponding areas of the brain where activity can be observed. But when researchers got the participants to listen to music, they saw fireworks. Multiple areas of their brains were lighting up at once as they processed the sound, took it apart to understand elements like melody and rhythm, and then put it all back together to get in a unified musical experience. And our brains do all of this work in a split second between when we, between, uh, excuse me, when we first hear the music and when our foot starts to tap along. But when scientists turn from observing the brains of music listeners to those of musicians, the little backyard fireworks became a jubilee. It turns out that while listening to music engaged the brain in some pretty interesting activities, playing music is the brain's equivalent of a full-body workout. The neuroscientists saw multiple areas of the brain light up simultaneously, processing different information in intricate, interrelated, and astonishingly fast sequences, end of quote. Those who thrive in full gospel circles of the faith participate in and are very familiar with phrases like drunk in the spirit or high on Jesus. Music and praise is foundational. Watch what science is discovering. A paragraph lifted from the feature oldies but, but feel goodies from the December 2020, January 2021 issue of Reader's Digest follows. When it comes to hearing music, a network of nerves in the auditory cortex called the corticophial network helps catalog the different patterns of music. When a specific sound maps onto a pattern, our brains release a corresponding amount of dopamine, the main chemical source of some of our most intense emotions. This is the essential reason why music triggers such powerful emotional reactions, end of quote. You mean there's something to Holy Ghost highs? You better believe there is. The following excerpts were written by Dr. Peter Weiss and published in the March 2, 2022 issue of the Epic Times under the heading, The Sounds of Healing. The National Institutes of Health convened a workshop in January 2017 known as the Sound Health Initiative to learn more about music therapy. Current research findings suggest that the auditory cortex in the brain is the key region to process many of the unique sound features of music, such as pitch, rhythm, and harmonic structures, although much more remains to be investigated in order to fully understand the neural correlates of music listening and music processing, researchers wrote. What this means is that music has the ability to help humans modulate experiences and cope in a much more effective manner. Music therapy is currently used to help treat chronic, chronic pain, post-traumatic stress disorder, Parkinson's disease, strokes, addiction, autism, dementia, and many more illnesses and conditions. Music therapy has been used as a part of an integrated approach in treating addiction as well. The right music can activate dopaminergic pathways in a similar fashion as some illicit drugs. This may reduce cravings and improve the mood of the individual, end of quotes. The devil's camp harnesses the body's dopamine, which triggers our most intense emotions. How does Satan do it? He uses booze and dope, 
which come with all the life-devastating and deadly effects. God, on the other hand, created us for music, for worship and praise, that supernaturally releases dopamine for the believer's present and eternal benefit, thus terms like drunk in the spirit and high on Jesus. All the side effects of God's program are life and life more abundantly. Singing and worshiping with intent and one's might will surely deliver as advertised. The list of benefits resulting from God's music are long indeed. The following is from the God Said, Man Said feature, True Soul Music. Mood is the reflection of the spirit dwelling in your earthen vessel, your body. The Bible teaches that music is a spiritual medium having the ability to change mood. Spirits are affected by music, whether it is the spirit of man, of angels, or devils. Songs of praise to God have the power of mood-changing life in them because God inhabits the praises of his people, and where the spirit of God and his light dwell, the spirit of darkness and his dark moods must flee. Note 1 Samuel 16:23. And it came to pass, when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, that David took an harp and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. The music of the Lord has the power to alter spiritual composition. Also note that evil music has the opposite effect. For example, carnal music concerts, especially those directed toward the 15 to 30-year-old age group, have major security concerns. Police are brought in to attempt to control the violence, alcohol, and illicit drugs. At a gospel concert, you'll typically only need police to help direct traffic. Two different kinds of music, two different spirits, two different moods, two different gods, one big G-O-D and one little G-O-D. So music directly affects mood, and science now confirms it. Regarding music and mood, consider the following from an article on music and brain behavior, published February 20, 2019 on CNN Health. Music is present in every point of our lives. But just how much can this ever-present thing impact us and the way we act and feel? Research suggests music can influence us a lot. It can impact illness, depression, spending productivity, uh, and our perception of the world. Some research has suggested it can increase aggressive thoughts or encourage crime. Recently, a U.K. study explored how drill music, a genre of rap characterized by threatening lyrics, might be linked to attention-seeking crime. That's not new, but the emergence of social media allows more recording and sharing. Beside music, the paper looks at social media's role in fueling violence. Another paper published in 2003 in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology reported that music can incite aggressive thoughts and feelings. During five experiments with 75 female and 7 male college students, those who heard a violent song were shown to feel more hostile than those who heard a nonviolent song from the same artist and style. The study showed that violent songs led to more aggressive thoughts in three different measures. More aggressive interpretations when looking at ambiguous words, an increased speed with which people read aggressive compared to non-aggressive words, and a greater proportion of people uh, completing aggressive words when filling in blanks on forms given to them during the study. One way to put these findings, say the authors, is that participants 
who listen to violent rock songs then interpret the meaning of ambiguous words such as rock and stick in an aggressive way. Meanwhile, other types of music have been used in attempts to prevent crime. According to a musicologist, Lily E. Hirsch's book, Music in the American Crime Prevention and Punishment, Hirsch wrote about how classical music was used to deter loitering in her hometown of Santa Rosa, California. In 1996, she wrote, City leaders decided to play classical music to clear young people from the city's old courthouse square. Many teens didn't enjoy the music, according to Hirsch, and left the area which encouraged the city to keep the background music playing, end of quote. Again from True Soul Music. Proverbs 17.22 reads, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth up the bones, and of course it's true. The following information and references are from the 2014 feature, How Music Affects Us and Promotes Health, on emedexpert.com. Listening to music can reduce chronic pain from a range of painful conditions, including osteoarthritis, disc problems, and rheumatoid arthritis by up to 21% and depression by up to 25%, according to a paper in the latest UK Burst Journal, uh, journal excuse me, of Advanced Nursing. Music therapy is increasingly used in hospitals to reduce the need for medication during childbirth, to decrease post-operative pain, and complement the use of anesthesia during surgery. By playing recordings of relaxing music every morning and evening, people with high blood pressure can train themselves to lower their blood pressure and keep it low. According to research reported at the American Society of Hypertension meeting in New Orleans, listening to just 30 minutes of classical Celtic or reggae music every day may significantly reduce high blood pressure. A daily portion of one's favorite pop melodies, classical music, or jazz can speed recovery from debilitating strokes, according to the latest research. When stroke patients in Finland listen to music for a couple of hours each day, verbal memory and attention span improve significantly compared to patients who received no musical stimulation or listened only to stories read out loud the study reports. Recent research has shown that music listening after stroke not only promotes behavioral recovery, but also induces fine-grained neuroanatomical changes in the recovering brain. Music can help migraine and chronic headache sufferers reduce its intensity. Music can boost the immune function. Scientists explain that a particular type of music can create a positive and profound emotional experience, which leads to secretion of immune-boosting hormones. This helps contribute to a reduction in the factors responsible for illness. Listening to music or singing can also decrease levels of stress-related hormone cortisol. Higher levels of cortisol can lead to a decreased immune response. The latest 2014 study revealed that listening to Mozart K448 Sonata for Two Pianos in D major reduced the seizure recurrence and epileptiform discharges in children with epilepsy. Taiwanese scientists have earlier demonstrated the anti-epileptic effect of Mozart's sonata. Using music therapy during childbirth decreased postnatal anxiety and pain, increased the satisfaction with childbirth, and reduced the likelihood of postpartum depression. Music therapy in an early stage of uh, tinnitus can prevent tinnitus from becoming a chronic condition. 
Music has the power to enhance some kinds of higher brain function, reading and literary skills, spatial uh, temporal reasoning, mathematical abilities. Even children with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder benefit in mathematics tests from listening to music beforehand. Emotional intelligence also is one of them. Earlier, it has been taught that listening to classical music, particularly Mozart, enhances performance on cognitive tests. However, recent findings show that listening to any music that is personally enjoyable has positive effects on cognition. A few more points. Music reduces music, uh, muscle tension and improves body movement and coordination. Music may play an important role in developing, maintaining, and restoring physical functioning in the rehabilitation of persons with movement disorders. Keep in mind that listening to too much pop and hard rock music can make you more jittery than energized. Vary what you listen to and find out what type of music is most beneficial for you. Relaxing classical music is a safe, cheap, and easy way to beat insomnia. Many people who suffer from insomnia find that Bach music helps them. Research have shown that just 45 minutes of relaxing music before bedtime can make for a restful night. Relaxing music reduces sympathetic nervous system activity, decreases anxiety, blood pressure, heart and respiratory rate, and may have positive effects on sleep via muscle relaxation and distraction from thoughts. Music's ability to heal the soul is the stuff of legend in every culture. Many people find that music lifts their spirits. Modern research tends to confirm music psychotherapeutic benefits. End of quote. Man, that's a lot, huh? Music is a gift from God to bless the souls of men. When one's choice of music is the music that glorifies God, that person has the added benefit of the Almighty God who inhabits the praises of His people. Listen with your heart and sing with your might. Start your day God's way, end quote. When originally written in God's Word thousands of years ago, the idea of all creation singing was considered metaphorical at best or relegated to yet another example of biblical foolishness. However, science is discovering that it isn't foolishness any longer. Consider the following verses, Isaiah 55, verse 12. For ye shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Psalms 98, 4 through 8. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all the earth. Make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Sing unto the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the voice of a psalm. With trumpets and sound of cornet, make a joyful noise before the Lord the King. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together. Psalms 96, 1, O sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. The following excerpts are from the God Said, Man Said feature, Skeptics, Music, God. Creation is musical. From the clapping trees of the field to the drum-like heartbeat, the musical cadence of a marching troop. God said music is everywhere and we have the ears to hear and there is no song like the song of a soul set free. Hallelujah. The following foundational paragraphs are from the God Said, Man Said feature, Literal Interpretation Stands 
all creation sings. If this Holy Bible were the writings of mere men, how could it consistently befuddle today's most ardent and educated skeptics? How is it that academia's vaunted science arrives at a deep, exciting, even game-changing revelation, only to discover that the attentive Sunday school student is already there? The obvious reason for this phenomenon is that the Bible is not authored by man, only penned by him. God dictated and holy men recorded his words. How bizarre! The Bible records that all of creation has been designed to sing praises to its Creator. Bible-believing Christians are often berated for taking the Word of God literally. Does creation sing? Could this ancient record be once again vindicated? The headline on sciencemag.org reads, Pitch Perfect Frogs. A paragraph follows. A concert of croaking male frogs is a fierce singing contest, and he who has the sexiest voice gets to mate the most. Now two ecologists working in Malaysia report on a tree frog that has taken this musical battle to a strategic extreme. It adjusts its pitch to match the resonant frequency of the hole it lives in, thus tipping the scales in its favor, end of quote. Wired for Harmony is the November 12, 2012 headline of ScienceMag.org, an excerpt follows. Stop that noise. Many creatures, such as human babies, chimpanzees, and chicks, react negatively to, dis to dissonance, harsh, unstable, grating sounds. Since the days of the ancient Greeks, scientists have wondered why the ear prefers harmony. Now scientists suggest that the reason may go deeper than an aversion to the way clashing noises abrade auditory nerves. Instead, it may lie in the very structure of the ear and brain, which are designed to respond to the elegantly spaced structure of a harmonious sound, end of quote. Following headlines were posted by Mother Nature Network. Toadfish can be tenors. Mice sing at supersonic levels. Mexican fire-tailed bats sing for love. Antelope squirrel, squirrels trill their songs. Killer whales sing for their peers. Pacific chorus frogs sing for soundtracks. End of quote. All of creation sings literally. Consider this paragraph from the September 2016 issue of Acts and Facts. Hearing is beautifully represented in the animal world. Experts say fin whales can hear the bleeps of other fin whales from more than 500 miles away. Some scientists even claim their hearing range is thousands of miles. Humpback whales are famous for singing songs. They can last up to 30 minutes. They sing in rhyme, and the songs can be heard by other male whales. It's passed along the water so that an entire ocean may have all the humpback whales singing the exact same song at the exact same time. A kind of great whale choir. End of quote. The headline of the September 2018 feature in Discover magazine reads, Hearing Nemo. And the subhead reads, How Scientists Discovered a Symphony Under the Sea. A few excerpts follow. Biologists have, for the most part, continued to focus on the sounds individual fish make and hear. Gradually, though, a new approach is emerging. 
More people are beginning to listen to the entire aquatic symphony. One such study took place off the KwaZulu natal coast of South Africa in the Indian Ocean, a short way south of Mozambique border. Just offshore, a steep canyons carve into the seabed. About 330 feet down in a cave where colacanths live, a team of European researchers led by Leetta Rupe wedged a small recording device into a crevice in the wall. After two months, the team fetched the device and listened to the sounds of the cave dwellers. South African biologists inside many submarines previously had visited caves in the area. They'd seen hundreds of fish species living down there, including sound-making groupers, soldier fish, and toadfish. So it was perhaps no surprise when the cave recordings played back thousands of noises, many of them fish voices. But what was surprising was the patterns those voices made. These habitat soundscapes are subtly composed. Recent studies are revealing that far from being an impromptu free-for-all, fish don't simply yell and shout, however, and whenever they want. They fit their voices together like an orchestra of instruments and a melodic musical score, end of quote. Literal? Yes, literal. Music is a gift from God to bless the souls of men. When one's choice of music is the music that glorifies God, that person has the added benefit of the God Almighty who inhabits the praises of his people. Listen with your heart and sing with your might. Start your day God's way. Isaiah excuse me, 55, 12, For ye shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you in the singing and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands, end of quote. Much could be said of the plants and trees and music, but the excerpts end with the following from the May 9, 2013 issue of National Geographic, which published under the heading, Plants Listen to the Good Vibes of Other Plants. Plants might be able to eavesdrop on their neighbors, and use the sounds they hear to guide their own growth, according to a new study that suggests plants use acoustic signaling to communicate with one another. Plants are more complex organisms than we've given them credit for, Gagliano said. Gagliano thinks that learning the, uh, learning the secrets of plant communication could have practical applications that could benefit humans. She imagines farmers using sound to encourage or discourage the growth of certain plants, negating the need for fertilizers or pesticides. Whether it would be economically viable, co-author Michael Renton said, for a farmer to play music to get that little extra germination speed, I think we'll have to wait a while for the answer to that one. End of quote. Music is not what it appears to be. It is not just take it or leave it entertaining exercise, posting no real value. All of creation is designed by its maker to spiritually interface with him, and songs of praise are a most powerful spiritual medium. Far from benign, Holy Ghost music terrifies the hell out of Satan and his league of darkness. God, who is light, is devastating to the kingdom of darkness. Armies and bombs have no effect on the devil's group. But God's gospel music cannot be withstood. Psalms 98, verse 1, O sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm hath gotten him the victory. 
There is no song like the song of the soul set free. None. God said, Ephesians five eighteen and 19, And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. God said, Isaiah fifty five twelve, For ye shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. God said, Psalms 96, verse 1, O sing unto the Lord a new song, sing unto the Lord all the earth. Man said, I have no need of God or his Bible. I don't even know if there is a God. I'll take my chances. Now you have the record. 